Welcome to the Vibrant Mind, Vibrant Life podcast. I'm your host, Sean Hill. My mission is to help you become the best version of yourself and live a life you truly love. I'll be sharing with you inspiration and practical tips on how you can use your mind to unlock your potential and become the vibrant person you were born to be. Hey, and welcome to the Vibrant Mind, Vibrant Life podcast, where today we are going to be talking about your comfort zone. So why is this important? You know, comfort zone is like a hot topic and it's thrown around a lot. We're always talking about getting outside the comfort zone. But why is it important to do that? Because you could argue, hey, Sean, it's uncomfortable. Why do I want to make myself uncomfortable? What's the point? Well, this is the reason why. The comfort zone is often very uncomfortable. People mistake something being familiar with being comfortable. And when you're living in the comfort zone, the truth is that nothing much is happening. It's where nothing changes. And as humans, we are programmed to desire more, to want to achieve more, to do more, to be more, to have more. So that and the comfort zone do not coexist. You can't have the two at the same time. You can't be pushing yourself to improve and grow and evolve and be comfortable. Change and comfort don't exist in the same space. Everything that you desire, everything that you want in your life is at the other side of your comfort zone. And if you're not pushing yourself, if you're not stepping outside of the comfort zone and doing things that feel unfamiliar, that feel unknown, then the truth is you're standing still. You're bopping around in a world that is comfortably uncomfortable. Now, of course, everyone's comfort zone is going to be different. So what's comfortable for one person is going to be very uncomfortable for another. What was uncomfortable for us in the past may be something that we can do easily today. So the comfort zone isn't a fixed space. It's an ever-evolving and ever-changing thing that will be different for every single person. So the reason that I personally believe stepping outside of your comfort zone is massively important is because that's where the magic lies. That is where growth happens. And I don't believe that anybody came here to live a life of average, a life of the mundane, of wishing the days away, of starting Monday and counting down the days to Friday. That is not a life that is living. Wishing your life away is not the name of the game. It's not what you came here to do. And I'm saying this from experience because I used to wish the days away, the weeks away, the months away, just waiting for the next thing that took me outside of the mundane of life, whether it was a holiday getting a new car, just doing something different. It was my Fridays, my bank holidays, just anything outside of the norm. That's living life in the comfort zone. Now, let's look at then what is it that stops people from stepping outside of the comfort zone? Why is it that we know it exists, we don't necessarily want to be in it, yet many people stay there? Well, as I mentioned earlier, the comfort zone feels familiar. And familiar, whilst it may be uncomfortable, it feels safe. 
it feels safe, we feel certain, there's no threat there. So we can function in it quite easily. We can bop around without a lot of thought. It doesn't take a lot of mental effort or even physical effort to do the things that we're able to do easily. Let me share with you just some of the things that I used to do when I was living life in the comfort zone. I would, of an evening, put on the soaps. So from, I don't know what it was, 6.30, 7 o'clock, somewhere around there till 8.30, 9 o'clock, I'd sit on the couch and I'd watch half an hour of an episode followed by another half an hour. And looking back, if I was honest with myself, it bored the life out of me. I was tuning into soap operas, other people's lives, to take myself away from my own. I enjoyed the drama because it was something that was more exciting than I was experiencing in my day-to-day. So the comfort zone is something that we can do easily. Outside of the comfort zone is where uncertainty lies. It's where we don't know for sure what's going to happen. And because of that, people will often feel fear. They will feel doubt. They'll start to question whether or not they are worthy of even going there. So rather than go there and worry about the unknown, it can feel easier to just stay put. Rather than stepping outside and risk failing, getting it wrong, messing up, making a mistake, better to stay put and not do anything because at least then you won't fail. Our mind's basic function is about surviving. The body's response to fear, so when something is unknown, when it feels unfamiliar, our our mind wants to protect itself. So when we feel those emotions, when that doubt comes up, when that fear comes up, our mind goes into survival mode because it doesn't know the difference between what's real or not. We're not really being threatened in that moment, yet our mind doesn't know that because we feel the emotion of fear. So our instinct is to protect itself. When we're imagining stepping into something and we don't have the answers, that feels scary. So the mind says, do you know what? Don't go there. It's not safe. Our mind is doing that with good intentions. It wants to help us. It wants to serve us. Its intention is positive. Yet the result that follows isn't necessarily what we want. If you're stepping outside of what's comfortable, then you're going to be doing something that you haven't done before. Because if you've done it before, then the chances are it would probably be more comfortable, right? So you won't know how to get to the other side. You won't know how to achieve the thing that you want necessarily. Or even if you know the steps that are involved, you haven't experienced it yet. So your body doesn't know how to do it. So how do you know then when you're really stepping outside of your comfort zone? What are some of the indicators that let you know that you are pushing yourself? You're going beyond the boundary of what's known and stepping into that place of uncertainty. Well, one of the easiest signs to to know that you're doing it is just that. You're going to feel uncertain. You're going to feel unsure about what you're doing, whether it's the right thing, whether you're going to make it or not, that uncertainty has to be there. Now, I believe it was Tony Robbins that said the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the amount of uncertainty that you can comfortably live with. So the more uncertainty that you're able to experience, the more you're able to push yourself, get uncomfortable. And when you get uncomfortable, you're able to create results that you weren't when you were living in the comfort zone. 
So uncertainty has to be present. So here's what you can do. When that uncertainty is present, see that as a sign that you are pushing yourself. This is a good thing. Give yourself a metaphorical high five, a pat on the back and say, right, I feel uncertain. I don't know what I'm doing. Therefore, I must be getting uncomfortable, which means that if I just keep going, I am going to learn. I am going to grow. I am going to evolve and I'm going to achieve things that right now I haven't been achieving. Even if I mess up along the way, in fact, I will mess up along the way because that's the quickest way to learn. And when you don't know what you're doing, of course, you're going to make mistakes. And that is always going to be the case, because as long as you're stepping outside your comfort zone, you're always going to mess up. Then another indicator that you're stepping outside of the comfort zone is that you won't have a strategy. So you won't necessarily know how to get from where you are to where you want to be, that place that exists outside of the comfort zone. You may, in some scenarios, know the steps involved. So to give you an example, if I knew that I wanted to be an Olympic swimmer, I may not know all of the steps, but I could assume that I'm probably going to have to start swimming, something that I don't do right now. I may well have to get a swimming coach and practice, you know, get up at 4am and go for a swim, do things that are uncomfortable because that's not something I'm doing right now, I can tell you. And waking up at 4am for me to go for a swim would be very uncomfortable. So you may not know how, as in you have no idea of the steps. You may know some of the steps, yet you haven't done them and the doing of them is uncomfortable. So not having the strategy right now is completely normal because how could you? If you haven't done it before, then how could you possibly know what it is and how to do it? So again, if you have no idea how to get to where you want to be or how you will actually achieve it, as in physically, mentally, even if you know what it might be, that again is a great sign that you're pushing yourself. So another high five. I feel uncertain. I'm really unsure. This feels unfamiliar. I feel a bit wobbly or whatever the emotion might be. And I have no idea how to get to the other side of it right now. So I am interrupting my own podcast to let you know that my book, Activate Your RAS, The Art and Science of Creating Your Reality from the Inside Out is available to order on Amazon. This book is for you if you know that you are responsible for creating your own world, for creating the results that you get, but you're feeling confused and frustrated by the law of attraction, manifestation, all of those things that we're told we can do, that we're capable of, yet maybe you're getting a bit stuck along the way. In this book, I'll be sharing with you why it is that you see the world in the way that you do, how you create the results that you get, and more importantly, how you can begin to create positive and lasting changes in your life. If you like the sound of that, head to the show notes where you'll find a link to order your copy today. Then, the other thing that will come up if you're getting uncomfortable are emotions. Good or bad, there will be emotions present. It may be that fear makes itself known. It may be that there's some excitement. The two can feel quite similar. So see those emotions again as, aha, this is getting uncomfortable. And 
there will usually be a conflict present. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, when you have a conflict, this is like an internal tug of war. Like there's part of me that wants to go for it, but then there's this other part of me that would just rather stay put. Or sometimes I feel like, yes, I can do this. I'm going to make it happen. But then there are other days where I think, you know what? Let's just not bother because it probably won't. So if you find you've got that internal tug of war going on, see that as a sign that you are getting uncomfortable because your unconscious mind may well want to pull you back to keep you safe. That's a sign that your conscious mind, so what you're telling yourself that you want to do and your unconscious mind maybe on slightly different pages. This is something that can absolutely be resolved. And in that moment, just see, right, that's all it is. It's a conflict, which is showing me that I'm probably doing something that is creating that and it's uncomfortable. So three of the indicators, uncertainty, not knowing how, not having a strategy and emotions and conflicts being present. Now, what we will often try to do as people is rationalise being inside of the comfort zone. And we do this by comparing ourselves with others, other people, or even other times in our own life. So let me give you an example. Let's say somebody has decided, I want to set up my own business. I want to ditch this job. I want to leave the nine to five and go out and create the dream. But rather than doing it, they'll compare themselves with other people to rationalise staying where they are. So it may be that they say, well, well, you know, my friend Barbara, she hates her job. So my job, whilst I don't love it, it's OK. And, you know, it pays well and I've accrued some holiday. So, you know, think about it. I'm quite lucky compared to Barbara. And, you know, Caroline from school, she always wanted to set up her own business and it just completely failed. And now she's having to start from scratch. So I'm doing pretty well, really, because I've been with this company for like 10 years. So I don't really want to let go of that because, you know, otherwise I'd have to start again. So it's rationalising it, comparing it with other people to make being in the comfort zone feel better or comparing it with where you maybe were five or 10 years ago. So, you know, well, five years ago, I was in a junior position and now I'm in the senior position. So, you know, I have really progressed and I'm on the management track or, you know, I used to only get work with five clients as an account manager, but now I've got 10. So I, you know, I've come quite far and compared to where I was, I'm doing quite well. So I should probably stick at this. And then comparison is used as this reason to stay comfortable. And I get it. I really, really do. And are you ever going to look back on your life when you're hopefully 105 and you're sat in a chair reflecting on your life and the experiences you've had? Are you ever going to sit there and look back and think, I'm so glad I stayed in that job because I felt really comfortable and safe. I didn't love it. I didn't want to do it. It didn't light me up. It didn't excite me. In fact, I spent many days really bored. But hey, at least it was comfortable. You are not going to do that. I guarantee it. 
So think about the comfort that you want to have in yourself at the end of your life, knowing that you gave it your all, that you went there, that you lived a life of passion and purpose rather than settling for what felt comfortable, what felt safe, even if you didn't enjoy it, even if it wasn't what you wanted. Gosh, you can tell I get passionate about this. And the reason that I get passionate about it is because I know from personal experience, the number of opportunities that I shied away from, that I didn't go for because it felt uncomfortable, because I doubted myself. And that's okay because it's landed me where I am today and I love what I do and I've learned from those events. Yet I want to save you the time, the heartache, the trouble of going through that and allow you to experience so many more years of feeling comfortable and amazing and alive all at the same time. Let's face it, it is really uncomfortable jumping out of a plane to do a parachute jump, yet people do it because they feel alive and that is what stepping outside of the comfort zone really, really is. So, how do you do it then? How do you begin to step outside of your comfort zone in the most comfortable way possible? Well, the first thing to do is know where you want to go. What is it that you actually want to achieve? The thing that you feel uncomfortable about, but you know you want it. That is your desire. Remember that your unconscious mind wants to keep you safe. So if something's unknown, it's going to feel scary. So the more clarity that you can have, the more reassurance you're giving to your unconscious mind. You're telling your mind, this is what I want. I am so excited to announce that I'm going to be running a three-day modern hypnotherapy training course live in person. So if you are interested in hypnotherapy, if you're curious about how you can use it to reprogram your unconscious mind, to change your habits, your thoughts, behaviors, and experience massive relaxation, then head to the link in the show notes to find out more. Then, once you know what you want, imagine yourself after you have achieved the very thing that you set out to. And this really is twofold because when you feel anxious about something, when you have a fear of the future, what you're actually doing is imagining it going wrong. You're imagining it not going the way that you want it to. Because Think about it. If you imagined life turning out exactly as you want it to and everything going really, really well, then what is there to be fearful of? What would you feel anxious about in that scenario? Nothing. It would be amazing. So take yourself out after the event. Picture it's like 15 minutes after, it's 20 minutes after, it's a day after, and you have successfully completed the thing that you set out to do. And notice how that feels. That feels amazing. Then the other side to that is if you're imagining yourself after the event, it's no longer unknown. So you're telling your unconscious mind, this isn't unknown. This is where it's taken us to. And when we get there and we've completed it and it's after the event, we're still safe. I'm okay. So we can do this. It's programming into your mind the suggestion that beyond that thing that you want is okay. You're not going to die there. Nothing's going to happen. It's going to be fine. So it's no longer the same feeling of discomfort, of feeling uncomfortable that your mind first thought it was. And then finally, tap into your physical body to set you up in the best possible way. When we feel 
fearful, uncomfortable, stressed, in doubt, whatever the label is that you want to give to it, our body tends to change. So in times of stress, our breathing changes, our physiology changes. You may find that your shoulders sink into yourself. You almost retreat to keep yourself safe. Now, when you change your physiology, you change the way you feel and the thoughts that you have. So your imagination, they're all linked. So when one of those changes, the others change too. So first things first, back to basics. Take a deep breath. Sit upright. Lift your head up. Hold your shoulders back. Dance around. Do what you've got to do to change your physiology to feel good in the moment and notice how your imagination changes too. Your thoughts change and you can begin to picture the life that you want going exactly as you want it to. That doesn't mean, by the way, that it will play out exactly like that. It may well do and it's more about the feeling and the essence of it which will take you to places that maybe you haven't even thought of yet that are even better than the one you imagined. Now, there is a caveat to this because I remember years ago thinking that when I achieve this thing that feels uncomfortable, that's it. I'm done. I'm made. My life is complete. Well, that's so not true because there is always going to be a new comfort zone. The minute you arrive in the comfort zone, there will be something else that you want to achieve. And that something else is going to feel uncomfortable. So the minute something that used to be uncomfortable is comfortable, there'll be a new version because life is a journey. It's a constant evolution. And the name of the game is how good can this get? You've probably experienced this in your own life that things in the past that used to feel uncomfortable, you can now do without even thinking. Maybe in your job at work, you know, making phone calls may have been something that scared the life out of you. And now you just do it and don't even think about it. Maybe going to a sales meeting, talking to your manager. It could be that the thought of having a baby one day scared the living daylights out of you. And now you've got six of them. And whilst it's a journey and there are new obstacles and hurdles, the things that used to scare you, that used to feel uncomfortable, are now just something that you can do with ease. So accepting that there's always going to be more means that you can begin to enjoy where you are right now. Now is all we ever really have. So enjoy where you are. Forget about what everybody else is doing because your comfort zone and somebody else's comfort zone are going to be completely different. And your outcomes and somebody else's outcomes are also going to be completely different. So there really is no comparison. Just see it as your own journey. Notice how far you've come, you know, reflect back. What are those things that used to feel uncomfortable that you can now do? See that as evidence that you can do this. You've done it before, I guarantee you. And now it's about doing it on purpose so that you can begin to raise the bar, elevate your life and create the results that you really love. And of course, while you do all of that, remember to breathe. So hope you have enjoyed this. Goodness me, I do get excitable talking about the comfort zone. I remember actually, to finish off, when starting this podcast, I used to make lots of notes, lots and lots of notes because I felt uncomfortable just talking. I felt uncomfortable at the thought that people that I don't know are going to be listening. What if I say the wrong thing? 
And then I remembered that, of course, there is no wrong or right, because what one person thinks is wrong, another person will think is right. So you can't be everybody's cup of tea, and neither should you. We're not here to satisfy everybody. We're here to be our authentic selves, to live our truth. And back to my point, because I forgot what I was going with that. Yeah, the podcast. So now, as you can tell, I go off on right tangents. So there are very few, if any, notes. In fact... <laughs> If I, if I had notes, I'd probably keep it more on track. But you get the point that doing a podcast today is something that I love so much more and it no longer feels uncomfortable. There are other things that feel uncomfortable that I'm pushing myself to do. So it's exciting to think, you know, where will you be in 12 months? And then where will you be 12 months after that? And 12 months after that? And then five years after that? It's a never-ending journey of self-discovery and evolution. So have fun, my friends. Enjoy your week and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. You really are the reason that this podcast exists. So if you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate you leaving a review and make sure that you follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'll see you there.